you guys, it's ghosted stories. Oh my gosh, I feel like my voice came in deeper there than yeah. I thought. Do you agree? Well, because I think normally you go to a higher register to start. It's more like up here. Yeah. Hang it. Yeah, but I'm now very you're like allergy. I'm like mm-hmm. in a deep. My the Rite Aid by me is sold out of Zyrtec, so it, it's, it's not just me. It's yeah. everybody, and me is Chelsea, <laughs> and me is Aaron, and you is Aaron. Um, me is Pat. <laughs> <laughs> me is Clayton. It's Ben Glean from How to Watch Movies the Right Way. Also, of one of them being married to Aaron. We'll find out and which one later not. in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's how you build drama. <laughs> it's not who, who did she choose? It's not who you think it is. <laughs> Unless it is. Yeah. Yeah. Until it's not. But it might be. Um, guys, welcome. Hey, thanks for this having is us. such a treat. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, it always feels disorienting to record at a time we don't usually record. Because it's Sunday morning. Yeah. Chelsea has a lower register. <laughs> I'm in a lower post Cinco de Mayo allergy sort of <laughs> zone. Your, uh, yeah, as the day goes, your voice grows higher. <laughs> and that's something that's here. exciting about Chelsea. Um, well, so- I've been uh, hoarding Zort- Zyrtec, so <laughs> that sounds great. No one else can have any. Clearly, then I made a run at the, all the Rite Aids. We knew it was coming. You just coming. did a supermarket sweep straight into It's like a lane with sponges. <laughs> <laughs> you open the door to his apartment, it just collapses on you in the hallway. You're hoarding it like, uh, what was the Elaine? What was the sign? The sponges. Sponge. Sponge. Yeah, yeah, you're hurting oh, Zyrtec man. like the sponge. I gotta get you some Zyrtec. <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> this is gonna be a fun episode. Your head is just so full of pus. Is it pus? I don't know. It's full of pus. It's just wine and and uh, allergens. Okay, so first of all, before we do some movie relationship-based content. So you guys feel comfortable So you just straight up call it content. It's content. Just some content. You're here for content, and we're giving you content for free. And we appreciate it if you would only give us five stars. Oh, yeah. We, never, we haven't been soliciting. We have to remember every week. I always fucking forget. Yeah. Hey, you guys, we love you for listening. We would love you more if you took 30 seconds. You don't even have You can just, like, type letters. Just give us five-star review on whatever you listen to this on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you don't even want to take the time to write a thing, just, like, hit a bunch of keys at once. Like, you don't have to write in, you know, you're busy. Live your life. Um, And email us. Ghost at stories podcast at gmail.com. Email us. You like that, Do you want me to know how, do you want to know how I would do that? How I would. See, we we have an issue on our podcast, How to Watch Movies the Right Way, where we've been trying to get listener emails and I think the problem why we don't get them is Clayton. <laughs> That's a bold So look, look bold at the, like Chelsea just now solicited uh, five star reviews and emails by saying we love you, <laughs> but if you do this, we'll love you even more. Yeah, that, and what's if there's your a method, listener, Clayton? well, our listeners like. I mean, they like to be scolded. <laughs> <laughs> Have you crowdsourced this information? Like, do you? No, I know. Surveyed? I know my listeners, and I know what they like. They like well. Number one, they like to irritate me. That's why they're not emailing. <laughs> I, I know that they are just chomping at the bit to talk about everything that we talk about, but sure. they're just like, no, I'm going to withhold because he's going to go nuts and he's going to make a big scene. And I've I've actually stopped doing it because I'm not going to feed into it. But I will say on this podcast, if you are coming over from our podcast to listen to this podcast then you are a huge fan of us, obviously. Clearly. Right? Yeah. To so, follow to a whole entire other podcast? Yeah. Just write an email. Like, they, just write an email. Where can do you they guys email have you? an email address? Because yeah. I know for a long time you didn't. We do. <laughs> we do. It's a very, it's a simple one, too. See, this is important information. Yeah, it's so what might it be? The, our email address is howtowatchmoviespodcast at gmail.com. Okay. We've always okay. had a podcast, uh, we've always had an email address, but we just haven't, we just didn't mention it for like 40 episodes. Yeah, yeah. We started <laughs> mentioning in episode 41 yeah. of 60 that we're on now. So in our <laughs> two-year run where we've gotten up to 60 episodes. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> We've been on way longer than you guys, but we've produced way less content. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, you know, some everyone does content at their own rate. It's all about content. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think my list... Our listeners so, are stupid. I don't think they're stupid. I just think that they uh, definitely try to irritate me on purpose. By not emailing. Yeah. But do you think it's like well, your that's bedside level- manner? Like, do you think you could just, to your point, Pat, you think you could get more listener emails if Clayton would just present nice. a little bit and I mean, you catch more bees with honey. Yeah. Right? Wait. Yeah, bees. Sure. 
Yeah, you catch more bees with honey. Do we want bees? No way. Bees, bees make, make honey. honey. We catch, you catch more flies with honey. Do you want no, flies? We don't though? want any of those things. I mean, well, we do look at our listeners as being flies. I definitely think of them as insects. You're painting a picture sort. here that's really making now, to me as an outsider. Yeah. It seems evident why people might not be emailing you. Yeah, but no. I don't want to tell you how to run your podcast or how. No, to run we your life. want you to tell us. <laughs> You guys do listener email episodes. Yeah, yeah we're and people do love soon. them. We get great feedback. There's been keep more, emailing us. Everybody, there's been more emails about me uh, from this podcast. Yeah, there, well, you feature heavily in our emails, the, our listener emails, which is and a I great have, segue. So yeah. You guys are good at content podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> You're good at segues. Well, Clayton, first of all, you have been on this podcast more than the only people who have been on this podcast more than you are me and Aaron. <laughs> this is your third appearance. Or think, fourth, third. I think third. This is your third. Third physical appearance mentioned <laughs> once. I've mentioned several times. You've mentioned several times. So Clayton is the only guest to be. Well, no, Pat's been on twice. I've now. been on twice. Well, also you guest we, hosted. Do we count for Clayton the times that he has shouted stuff out loud at live episodes of your podcast? <laughs> Because he's, he's yelled yeah, stuff the from case. the crowd. That's another and theory. he played that's a character. Yeah, he played a character. Oh, in an unaired never, episode? Well, we never released, unfortunately, the Halloween live episode, which, was which had amazing episode. fucking guests, mm-hmm. and plus Clayton shouting out things from the audience. As a ghost. <laughs> because we should just put that out as a random bonus, and I'll just put a thing at the top. Like, the audio on This is Atrocious, because the place we recorded jilted us but it's free content but it's it's free content and just if you want to like be bold enough to listen to an episode with the audio will make you insane but that's their choice and we're giving them the information i'll loop my lines (laughs) you just (laughs) do some adr yeah Yeah, i'll adr it (laughs) but okay so you remember all my jokes because (laughs) i'm Because your mind's like a steel trap. (laughs) You so you've been on twice. Um, We got always get lots of feedback on your episodes, Mm -hmm. Clayton. If if you guys haven't, don't remember if you haven't listened. First of all, go back and listen. But if you're too lazy to do that, I respect it. And basically, the cliff notes are that you ghosted your sister, Mm -hmm. and then you also talked about ghosting a couple of ladies because you met a girl that then you were in a long term relationship with. Yes, one of those women wrote in and we read her email on the on the podcast and from her perspective of getting ghosted by you yes and to i mean she she was pretty you know she was she was diplomatic about it I was it very, wasn't like a nasty email yeah. like yes. she's an awesome awesome she girl great, yeah yeah so of course <laughs> you screwed up <laughs> great, so you the point is you <laughs> fucked up uh, but you know that. And would you like <laughs> a chance to respond? Do you even? I should have pulled up the email. See, I'm not good at podcast content. No, it's I should okay. have had the email pulled up. But do you? Did you? I guess feel like you wanted to respond or just even acknowledge? Well, again, since my mind is a steel trap, I remember it word for word, and uh, I will respond line by line. <laughs> to it. No, um, I was. I think. Aaron, not to give anything away, but you gave me a little bit of a heads up that, yeah. right? And you did say uh, you guys didn't say anything bad about me. Which oh, but did nice. we? You didn't say oh, anything okay. bad about How me. How freaked out were you? I think we were pretty diplomatic, you? too. Yeah. Maybe more than we should have been. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> this is the maybe. time to reverse that. <laughs> I will say maybe. We only want to say mean things to your face. Yeah. And that's who we are. Have at it, ladies. <laughs> um, I no, when I I was nervous because obviously, uh, as somebody who has ghosted somebody, I'm a coward. Sure. So when a coward, Which you've gets, always been very open about. Yeah, yeah. About your cowardliness. <laughs> yeah. When um, <laughs> when a coward is called out about their actions, they don't respond well to it. It's sure. uncomfortable, right? Sure. And I think she did a really great job. I mean, it was a really well-written email. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and the way she described it was uh, true. I mean, I think probably the biggest issue that people have when they get ghosted might not necessarily be the romantic aspect, but if you had a relationship prior to that, like a, a sort of friendship, and then that goes away, yeah, that's right. probably the harder thing. Right. Because a friendship is not supposed to be that easy to throw aside. Right. Right. And I think that's probably where she had the biggest issue, and I can understand that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for me, when I'm with uh, somebody, uh, like, a, like a girl, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
like a girlfriend. Like a girlfriend <laughs> uh, or partner. I think I have to say partner now, right? You can say whatever you want. Um, when I'm with a partner, I have a hard time having like anybody else in my life that could be construed as a romantic. Oh, you have trouble interest. then with with opposite sex platonic. Why Cause friendships? I, yeah, because I've seen a lot of people who have relationships with um, people, and then they also have other relationships with people of opposite sex or right. whoever they're attracted or, right. to. And th- like, if they were having that relationship with somebody while I was dating them, I'd be uncomfortable with it. You okay. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think I'm overly conscious of what, like, who I'm relating to when sure. I'm with somebody. Well, so when you're in your when your friendships with the person of a sex of whichever sex you're attracted to, when you're in a relationship, (laughs) when you're in a relationship, obviously those friendships do have to change to some extent because your partner is the one that, I mean, that has to be the one, your person that you go to with everything and you're the most vulnerable with. So yeah, for me, it's like, we can't, it has to change. That's a solid, that's a solid. Listen, we can hang out, but we can't fuck. Right. Right. But you don't even want to hang out. Well, I just, I guess I'm just, uh, I need to probably change that a little bit because. Yeah, because I think there, yeah, that was my, I guess the end of my point I never got to. Like there's definitely room. You shouldn't feel, I don't think anyone should feel threatened by mm-hmm. just like a healthy relation, healthy friendships that their partner has. Oh. But they definitely do have to, have to change in ways where you're a little bit. Yeah. You're less like if that person was your like go to person before you were in a relationship, you have to like, like trying to no think of an dick example. Pics. Like I can't <laughs> send any unless they're older dick pics from before. Sure, they were from I before. Then that's already out there. Which is the TMZ kind of dick pics you want to send anyway. Sure. It's well, like I, you don't want to send current because it's going to be the worst of the dick pics. Well, anytime I take a dick pic, I put like a the day's newspaper next so to it's like it. A, you're holding the dick hostage. So, well, no, so it's it's timestamp. Time so they know like Cubs won the World Series. <laughs> the day that this is what my dick looks like. So my girlfriend Show me that the dick is unharmed. <laughs> yeah. How do I know this is from today? But it was. I was nervous. But I think, it, I, I mean, I'm glad that she is not holding any kind of animosity, yeah. which is great. She shouldn't because it wasn't that, you know, it wasn't that intense of a relationship. But yeah. But then, like you said, the friendship was sort of yeah, more. I think that's right. the part that she was. So right. you guys started as work friends. Is that what this mm-hmm. was? We worked together and then we she stopped working at the place I worked and, and then we had a romantic, romantic entanglement. Okay. Um, so were there, entanglement. hold on, Pat, keep asking a question. I have to blow my allergy nose. Go for keep it. Going. I'm uh, going to pop a Zyrtec. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Soon she's going to find out. I threw away all the tissues <laughs> in New York city. Um, did you, and when you ghosted her, was she trying to reach out to you and you were ignoring it for a while? Yeah, or you both kind of stopped talking, but it was more you were the one who should have reached out? Well, she tried to text me a couple times and then stopped. Okay. So it, it was very brief. She right. she obviously knew what was going on and, right. and stopped. So it wasn't an incessant thing. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I ignored a couple of the texts. And I think she may have called and I didn't listen to the message or something. Okay. You know. Stopped by a few times. Sent a few packages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ask for some Zyrtec. I was like, no. (laughs) It's a bridge too far. It's for a long con I'm planning. So Clayton, how freaked out were you when Aaron tipped you off that they were going to read her letter on the air? Well, I mean, this is on the air. Yeah. Yes, we are currently live on the air. I think I I was more worried about what you guys would, I mean, because I'd already told the story, but I was like. It wasn't a surprise to us. Yeah, but I was also like, what is the, what is her what is her side of the story that right. she's going to say right. that might be worse than what I How said? Because you yeah. you're always going to represent yourself in a better light. Yeah, like smooth it over and yeah. be like, it wasn't that big of a deal. And, but I think it was, it was pretty much straightforward, so I wasn't, right. I wasn't too worried about it. And you guys were very nice to me, like I said. So it, 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 was, it was fascinating, though, because it does, you know, things come back to you. Right. You know, like they do. Like you can't just do a podcast and then expect the person you talk about on the podcast not to reach out. (laughs) But you know what? You can't write in a letter to a podcast and not expect that the person you wrote the letter about is going to be on a future episode of the podcast (laughs) talking about your letter. (laughs) So So, it's going to go on forever. (laughs) So eat that. 
What was the fake name you guys used? Trampoline Girl. That was the name you used. That was what yeah, I used, but you guys used. used a fake name for uh, her. I think we did use it. Yeah, I don't remember what we called her. Wait, so she knows she's Trampoline Girl? Yeah. Yeah, yeah because he said it, and she was like, this story sounds very familiar. <laughs> but, I mean, how many other Lofts in Soho have trampolines? Probably uh, 80%. I mean, right? most, most, I would say, probably. But she's only been to one of them. Yeah. <laughs> has she, though? Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, now that that's out of the way, I know the listeners. It would have been the elephant in the room if we if didn't. We, yeah, people get are that address. waiting with bated breath. You're, once you're they like saw your the name. big through line on this podcast. Yes, it's just what's going on with you. Um, and this the people is a nice demand taste it. for like our listeners who came to this one because they know nothing about our personal. Oh lives my god! It's from like you guys podcast. are real people. Surprise! That's one of you like is married. Machines who watch movies every moment <laughs> of every day. I mean, the amount of movies that you guys do watch is shocking because the amount of times that Pat is like. I'm not saying he's the one I'm married to because it's still a cliffhanger. Uh-huh. But the amount of times that he like puts me to bed and then is like, I'm going to go watch. <laughs> so if I'm not the one. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and then he's like, I'm going to go watch Avengers at midnight. It's just as like, con- yeah, it's a lot that you guys have to do for your podcast that yeah. you refuse to let people write into. I like that. Uh, I now have this built in excuse to pull bullshit like that. <laughs> like go see a movie with my friends at midnight on a Thursday. And then I'm like, I have to do it for the, Thing that doesn't pay me anything. <laughs> it has become work, though. Yeah, I yeah, don't see movies does. for pleasure yeah. anymore. I see them because I have to, uh-huh. and because Pat bullies me into seeing them. Because <laughs> for some reason, I have to see every movie that we review on the podcast. Which I don't think that, that does it. That seems a little bit. Yeah, strict. yeah right. Don't egg him on because he'll start skipping movies again. You can't. It's the one thing you need to do. Well, so, because we speaking have of. yeah such movie aficionados, okay. we thought that it would be fun to do something. Something keeps like shaking the whole apartment. It's scary. Oh, really? Yeah. How um, do I not feel it? I mean, I'm just used to it at this point. Maybe it's you. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't feel the shakes, like, you tremors. are the shakes. <laughs> are you been over there? Uh, I thought you were looking. I'm like, are you looking at the ghost? Oh, wait. Super quick update. Oh, God. You can't in front of him. He's scared. It could be a ghost in this apartment, but you can't give me an update on if there's a ghost okay. in my apartment. Well, it's okay. not a ghost Which either way. But super quick update. <laughs> I talked to... I had an offline session with Nikki Novo, oh, yeah. who was on a, a couple episodes back or she whenever so I feel like putting this particular episode out. Um, she was amazing. But the one thing I told her about, like, the crazy things that were happening in my apartment, which I won't expound mm-hmm. upon in your presence, I don't presence, care if Pat. there's a ghost here. I don't live here. <laughs> <laughs> You can be Unless haunted. they're like the follow ghosts, like the cling ghosts. Well, yeah. now that you said it out loud, that's okay. the trick to the cling ghosts. They'll <laughs> cling to whoever says stop. it out loud. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> it's not a ghost, though. It's yeah. a, She said it's not. She said um, that I do, which I've had other psychics tell me, that I do have um, lots of people who have passed that are like checking in on me. But she said that the things I was experiencing, um, in particular, that I talked about in the podcast before, it's my spirit guide. Oh. And he's like a mischievous. He? She she referred to him as a he, mm-hmm. and then I decided to give him the name Peter. Peter. Peter, the mischievous spirit guide. Oh, that's and fine. every time he's doing things that the thing the unnamed things that I describe that I won't describe in front of Pat, um, it's like him reminding me to lighten up. Oh, I like, like it. That's Peter. fair. That's nice. Yeah, thanks, Peter. All yeah, right, thanks, that's Pete. all. So, anyways, um, getting back to movie things. Anyway, since we have two movie aficionados, we thought we could go through some. Um, romantic parts of movies or couples and then we could have you guys tell us what movies we should see based on our categories. Is sure. that a good way to describe Not it? at all, but I think <laughs> I think they'll understand it as we it's go. It's pretty bad. It was a pretty bad setup because I got, was thrown by Peter the Spirit Guy. I'm so I sorry. No, I he's very, he's I very mischievous so and he was interrupting so your introduction. He's messing with your copy. Yeah, yeah Peter, was, Peter was being mischievous in, in the way we were setting that up. Now I and I can only imagine there's like a guy in like a jester outfit, like just <laughs> slinking around on his tippy toes, <laughs> throwing glitter everywhere. So you okay? So so how do we let's let's kick it off? Well, you so you're gonna give us some uh, sort of relationship stages, uh-huh. and then we're gonna all talk about movies that we think work to watch at these parts in the relationship. Babe, you're so much better at this than I am. That was amazing. But you I want we, we That's why he does movie podcasts and that's why we do things that don't need setups. Exactly. But you you know, you guys should jump in and give your ideas and argue with us. Really mix yeah. it up. We like to mix <laughs> it up on yeah, our definitely podcast. Definitely since this is I'll your podcast, you should speak. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, thanks for letting us know. <laughs> Time's up, Pat. We're talking. <laughs> I didn't know if you knew time had been up. 
It hasn't spread to all parts of Queens. You know, no one knows whether time is up or not. It was always at our apartment time which has been done up. There are our time's been up for seven years. Yeah. There are definitely parts in Brooklyn way oh, out where not, time is not up. Yet. Time is down. Time's still going. I've time heard is that. down. That's sad places. All right, all right. Let's do this, Aaron. There's, you wanna... bumper stickers in Bensonhurst that say time is not up. <laughs> Yeah, time is a flat circular pizza. <laughs> oh god, I'm crying a little. Okay, all right, let's start. Let's I mean, this. Clayton has notes. Pat has no notes. So let's see how this. Goes. I have mental notes. <laughs> um, okay, so the first stage, the best like meet cute, the best way two characters in a movie have met. Okay, Ooh, best meet cute in a yeah. movie. Is all this right. a Jeopardy category? So Clayton, two? you have notes. What is your best meet cute? Well, uh, this is going to be kind of a thread through my picks because there is a a great trilogy of movies. If nobody has seen them, you should go see them right now. Um, Richard Linklater. Yeah. Yeah. The the before movies, mm-hmm. before sunrise, before oh, sunset, right. before midnight. So the first one is Julie Delpy. <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, Julie Delpy and Ethan Hawke um, before sunrise. They meet on a train. Do no, guys... I disagree. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is that that's what good. I'm no, that's to good. Do? Yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> no time's up. <laughs> um, there. So Ethan Hawke is going through Europe. He's an American. Julie Delpy is a French woman, and she's on a train, and they kind of start talking, and he decides to. Um, I think what it's been a while, but I think. He asked her to stay on the train with him and spend the night together, okay. just hanging out. The whole th- yeah, the whole thing is like just over the course. I saw it too a really yeah, long yeah. time ago. But it's, it's like a, their whole night they spend together, and right? they just walk around and talk. Yeah, and it's like a really, really cute movie. It's it is probably a better movie to watch when you're younger mm. because yeah. it has that romantic ideal of just meeting a stranger on a train right. and then spending a beautiful night with them. Right. And then that kind of being definitely it. Definitely nothing dangerous about it. Definitely mm-hmm. nothing well, to uh, think through. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it is cute. true now. Just meet cute. Yeah. It, it, now you might, I don't know, Ethan Hawke is, it seems like a, a guy that is not too dangerous, but you can never know. Right. I mm-hmm. guess. One yeah, time my me- friend chased him down the street when she saw him walking his dog in New York. Oh. What kind of dog does he have? I don't know. But okay. he was very nice, but refused to take a picture. Anyways. Really? Uh, Somebody screaming and running after him and he <laughs> take a picture with him? Not even for evidence? <laughs> it seems un- yeah. unlikely, right? Yeah. Well, do you guys find meat cutes to be cute or do you find them to be off-putting? Like, do people have, like, meat cutes in real... Obviously, movies are heightened versions of right. real life, but... Meat cutes I mean, are like, the goddamn like dream, we, we Pat. Met, yeah. We met in a... Not a Dating app, right? Yeah, which we met at a bar. Yeah, it's not uncute. No, but I think I, I still think, of course, and we talk about this podcast a lot. There's nothing wrong, and it's bizarre that some people would still view online dating as having any kind of stigma in the year 2018. Is just strange, but there's still something like just like sexy and fun and dreamy about meeting someone in a random like having a true meet cute mm-hmm. where you just like spill your coffee on someone and then you're like, oh my god. You're yeah. the one for me. <laughs> and then you go to the hospital with them yeah, exactly. to treat their genital burns. And you're like, yeah. Why are their genitals out? We just met. Because <laughs> you spilled the coffee the on their genitals. It was really hot. It went through the pan. It soaked through the pan. Because the, the reason you do that is so that they can't have sex with anybody before you. Because oh. you just stay in the hospital with them until they heal. And then they owe you it. <laughs> This should have been the podcast. It's just like, what innocuous like um, scenario can we be talking about where Clayton just inserts genitals into this? Everything's not always about dicks. Really? But so... You got to come over to our podcast. You, it's all dicks all the time. Pat, you're down on meat cutes is your point? Or no, you, you don't I, think I they're like as like cute as the name would imply? You think they're overrated? I think that... I mean, it's just a thing that people don't really meet cute in real life. Sure, they do. No, yeah, they people don't. meet cute all the time. Yeah. Who do you know that's met cute? Um, um, my <laughs> friends, uh, Amy and Mick, they met real cute. Okay, let's hear. I'll tell their story. So they worked <laughs> together on different floors of the same building, and so Mick thought Amy was real cute, 
And so he, this is now sounds creepy as I'm saying it, but he, um, <laughs> no, it's cute. I'm he sure like it's went cute. to her desk after she had gone home to try to see if she had a boyfriend or something, try to see if there was anything that he could tell. Uh-huh. And then he uh, was talking to his coworker and he was like, I think this girl, she, I think she's really cute. And that coworker ended up being her roommate. Okay. Oh, yeah. And he was like, no, she doesn't have a boyfriend. So the next day they were in the elevator and they didn't say anything. And then as she was leaving the elevator, he said, do you want to go to a concert with me? And she said, sure. And then they went to a concert. Okay, that's cute. Oh, that's and now cute. they're married. That's movie cute. That, yeah, that could adorable. have been Kate Hudson and Gerard Butler. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the rifling through her desk might not he did be that. Right? Yeah, he, he just, just was like gl- glancing. He was looking for just a picture glancing. or something. But it's one. Of, it is one of those You're projecting situations. that you would rifle. <laughs> <laughs> where, a, where a good-looking guy gets away with that one. Yeah. Good-looking guys get away with all of that shit. Well, sure. Yeah. Because yeah. they're good-looking. Yeah. Next. <laughs> well, I, I've always wanted to meet a girl at a bookstore. That's my dream. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. That dream so meet great. cute. Yeah, that's really cute. You Did you talk about book- that on the podcast? I feel like that sounds familiar. Or that, maybe you just project it. So, so I think we've like, known each other for ten years. So I've probably mentioned <laughs> it several times. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's yeah. fair. I think that would be such a cute place to meet yeah, somebody that'd be great. too. Yeah, that'd be the perfect place for me at least. So that I always kind of look for that. But there's never I I don't that's the thing. I don't feel comfortable in in inciting that kind of events. You know, uh, going up right. to a girl and be like, "Oh, that book's really good," or whatever. I just right. it, it seems like creepy. I guess. Have mm-hmm. you ever talked to a girl in a bookstore out of nowhere? No. All right. And I've been to a lot of bookstores. I just don't feel I feel like I wouldn't want to be bothered there. Because those places okay, kind of are sure. a little, they're a little sacred for me too. Yeah. So if someone just came up to and started talking to me, I'd be like, what's the deal right. with this? Well, that would be annoying. And uh, also men don't know how to read subtle signals. <laughs> I thought so, you were going to end the sentence. Also men don't know how to read. <laughs> Why so would they, they be in a bookstore? <laughs> 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 but like, yes, that's true. And then you saying that, Clayton, made me rethink everything because I'm here preaching the gospel, the meet cute, but I am the poster girl for like why the fuck are you talking to me like mm-hmm. I cannot even in a I mean like I'm always a girl who like in a normal social situation where it would be fine and like a perfectly 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 reasonable for a guy to come up and be like oh let me try to flirt with this girl I shut it down I'm like why the fuck would you think I'm in this crowded bar on a Friday night to fucking talk to you I'm not <laughs> yeah I'm here with my friends like I hate it so I probably have like missed all my me cutes yeah just yeah, to like be more open to it yeah fuck, I feel like I, I do it. have friends who are basically woodland sprites who constantly meet cute too. <laughs> and that's what Clayton needs <laughs> He needs a woodland sprite. Yeah, let's take him to cross paths with one of these sprites. That's yeah. my type is a woodland sprite. You, so you never think of just going into a bookstore and just going... Just yelling, to- fuck me. <laughs> Why won't anybody fuck me? <laughs> Sorry, just reading a line from a book. Yeah. Oh, that's... Uh, how, how many of you have read three books about insane clown posse? <laughs> But you could just go around and be like, oh, that's a good... Because you've read most books at this yeah. point. Yeah. I, and just be like, oh, that's a good book. Yeah. What's your favorite part so far? Or if I do... Is that a good meet cute? It would be the, What's your favorite part so far? It would be the equivalent <laughs> of just swiping right on a bunch of people uh-huh. really fast. Where it's uh-huh. like, that's a great book. That's a great book. Hey, right. that's a great book. That's a great book. <laughs> just right next to everybody and see if anybody bites. <laughs> you should spoil something in the book for them. Yeah. It's like it's like book negging. Oh, that'd be great. You're like, oh, oh dude. Did you get to the part where, like, the rabbit dies? (laughs) The watership down, are you talking about? Is he hitting on a toddler? (laughs) (laughs) Watership down that he could hit on. (laughs) I won't tell you what happens to the velveteen rabbit. So you're going to have to leave with that giant <laughs> cup of coffee you have. Stop trying to smell it on That lidless <laughs> giant coffee you have that's just steaming hot. And you're just sloshing it from side to side. <laughs> it looks like a sea from a perfect storm. <laughs> just walking to Strand with this huge... All right, oh, I'm about to meet cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, stop! I'm like truly crying. Pat, do you have one or? Um, I, like, <laughs> I think out of sight is a great meet cute. How do they meet? Oh, is 
they meet. Oh, is that it's the a, George it's a guy. Or... Yeah. Okay. Right. I never and saw it's that again, one. it's the good looking guy gets away with things theory because he's a, was he a bank robber who's escaping prison and he kidnapped Jennifer Lopez, who was a oh, FBI agent. Like as some, a hostage? As a hostage. Oh, and geez. then they put them both in the trunk of a car because they're sneaking him away from prison. Sure. And then they fall in love in the trunk. Oh. The other Whoa. thing about that movie, too, is it is the time when America fell in love with George Clooney. Yes, that's that the scene. We all fell in love in that trunk so in real time. We all met cute with him. That was one of his big... Oh, I thought he was like already a superstar before that. No, so that he... Was a, he was a TV star. He was a TV star who was trying right. to cross over to movies. Right, and Out of right, Sight right. wasn't a huge hit. Right. But that scene especially showed his magnetism. Got and it. that made his movie career. Yes. It won an MTV Movie Award, I think. I mean, which is big huge. time shit. Yeah. So Coming we all up, we all fell in love in that you. trunk. We all met cute with George Clooney's movie career. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which now we have some regrets about. But yeah, I wish we could break up with that one. <laughs> but he's that's a movie fun. Star. Should, would you guys he's recommend not that a movie? movie? Star. Should I see that movie? Oh yeah, it's that's a great one movie. That I feel like it'll come up, and I'll always think oh, I never saw that, but I always meant to. Yeah, it's a great movie, and I feel like that's one of those movies because when we came into the apartment, you had Eon. You were watching the Sex and the City I episodes, was. and I feel like Out of Sight is one of those weird. It'll be on E movies, even right, though it's like right. a indie crime drama. It's got right. enough movie stars where he's like, "Yeah, we could show this." Right? <laughs> Jay lives in it. That's fine. Yeah, put it on. Yeah, it's a very good right. movie. You should watch it. All right. But right. on E, watch it only on E with commercials <laughs> and without of any culture. of the sex and violence really in the <laughs> cut that you're watching. Yeah. Just Jennifer Lopez and George Clooney, like what being hot. Just being, yeah, they're okay, really great. hot in it. Perfect. I just know the scene with her and the lasers. That's the famous. That's one. a different. That's movie. entrapment. Oh, okay, then. And I that's Catherine Zeta-Jones. So oh. it's a different movie with a different <laughs> Hispanic uh, movie Catherine star. Catherine Zeta-Jones is Welsh. She's not Hispanic. No. Yeah, she yeah, is. She, I, I don't think she's Hispanic. She's yeah. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm learning that on air. Did you think Zeta was like a Hispanic? Yeah, name? I thought Zeta was Hispanic. And I just I just always knew Michael Douglas was into Hispanic chicks. So. <laughs> well, she was in Zorro. That's, That's why. why. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's why. Wow, we all learned a lot. Everyone at the table learned a lot. Yeah. yeah. So was ethnicities and what? different actors. Antonio Banderas is Welsh too? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't peg him as that. Family of coal miners. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right let's, let's do the next category. You do it, Chelsea. I'll do it. Oh, God, I wasn't prepared. Hold oh, on. Then Vamp. I'll, I'll do it. Vamp. No, wait, maybe I have it. People have got to enter their phone so, passwords so they can like, get to the list of questions. It's very complicated. All right, I'll keep it up I can do one. it. So, ah. <laughs> yeah, no, this isn't your podcast. I mean, you should maybe at this point. See, I like to get right. scolded. <laughs> I'm like one of our listeners. I was like, I'm into that. Okay, next category. I, okay. Had, I have it right here. Um, best enemy to lovers transformation. Starting as enemies, ending as lovers. Starting huh. with hot coffee. Well, on I'm, the crotch. I'm, I'm gonna go with one of my favorite movies ever. Okay, favorite romantic movies ever. Controversial pick. Okay, oh. blended. Oh. Starring Adam <laughs> Sandler and <laughs> Drew Barrymore. Oh my! Stop it. <laughs> Let me speak. God. Hear his truth. Hashtag his truth. <laughs> <laughs> this is, is my happening? truth. Deal with it. Um, in this movie, Adam Sandler plays a widower okay. who goes on a really bad date with Drew Barrymore, who is a divorced woman. Sure. And he takes her to Hooters, which at the top seems that's really gross and really bro-ish. And they have a horrible date where he like chugs her beer when she's in the bathroom. And Why? she... Because Cause the wings are too hot? Uh, no, well, she he chugs her beer, I think, just to be a dick. Oh, my God. But then she ends up drinking really hot French onion soup and spitting it out, and it's just a horrible date. But then you realize the reason at the end you kind of realize uh, why he took her to Hooters is because his ex-wife, who died, mm -hmm. um, used to work at Hooters. And because all the girls, all the waitresses knew him, and she was like, oh, this guy's so gross and blah, blah, blah. But it's because he wanted to still kind of – he felt bad going on dates – because he still loved his 
God. dead ex-wife. Right. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, uh, I think you just call it, yeah, dead, not dead ex-wife. <laughs> no, he divorced her at the funeral. <laughs> uh, no, uh, but, uh, but uh, it's actually really Dick sweet move. because the whole idea of the movie is that he, he has his boss has tickets to go to Africa, this whole family trip. And he end up he ends up not going. So uh, Adam Sandler's like, "Oh, can I take my my girls on this trip?" And then Drew Barrymore also knows this guy, and she gets part of the ticket. So they end up together on this trip, and mm-hmm. they hate each other. But then they end up falling in love because they blend their families. Uh. And it's actually a really sweet movie. There's the so Adam Sandler's wife dies, and the youngest girl still pretends that she's around. And like leaves a seat for her at the restaurant. Oh. It's it, you got to watch this movie. It is really so. You're dead serious of this. This is truly a movie is, that you he does love, love this and movie. Yeah. I've seen wow. this movie over a dozen times. Whoa, probably. No. Yes. Well, that's 100%. not. No, I love. It's one of my favorite movies. I think Adam <laughs> that's Sandler serial killer and, level. I think Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore have such a great chemistry. Right, I think Adam Sandler has a depth to him, like acting wise and how he can show emotion. That is I'm on board with that. Nobody gives him credit for that. Week mm-hmm. of on Netflix right now. Great movie. Great movie. Oh yeah. When he dances with his daughter at the end, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> you can see his kind of oh now I'm not the man in her life anymore kind of thing in his face uh-huh. without him giving it right. to you know, he's not mugging or anything. Right, right, right. right. And he's not always in shorts. So no. He's <laughs> able to sometimes act in not Cargo things that shorts. are shorts. So yeah. But I think Blended is actually a really good movie. You guys should watch Blended because it is it's poignant. Like there's some sad moments in it. Okay. And it's romantic. I mean, that was yeah. unexpected, but just Listen, fantastic. Yeah, I moved by your plea and I will watch it. Yeah. Yay. I feel intrigued to watch it. Will you also watch Uh-oh. a movie called The Ugly Truth Ugh. with Gerard Butler and Katherine Heigl? So Gerard Butler, Clayton <laughs> knows this. I've had this movie. I've had a roller coaster uh, relationship with Gerard Butler because oh, I used man. to hate him. <gasps> mm-hmm. Hated him. So the example him. is actually is me your, and Gerard yeah, Butler. Yeah. <laughs> actually, you're right. It started. We hated each other. I hated his acting, and he hated that I kept yelling at him in the street, and I uh, hated him. But then we saw. The white, not White House Down. What is it? Olympus has fallen. fallen. Those movies, action movies. He was great in those. And he's great in Den of Thieves, another action movie. So then I revisited some of the earlier Gerard Butler movies that I hated. And Ugly Truth is this movie about Gerard Butler. He's like this real guys guy okay. who's got like he he's got like this uh, these like columns where he writes about what it's like to be a guy, how you have to get women, oh, all sure. this stuff. And Time Catherine Heigl. She's a really opportunistic uh, TV producer woman who wants to get to the top, like women sure. do nowadays. And then they come together because <laughs> no she judgment, no judgment. She sees an opportunity to to where she puts him on the local newscast to do a segment called "The Ugly Truth," where he teaches guys you got to be gruff to get women. It's like you, you got to do the things that you don't think they want you to do. That that's what he teaches them. Oh okay, God. and then. You know, he he helps her to get a guy because she's, you know, Catherine Heigl can't get a guy. Sure. So he teaches her to get a guy. But then as he's teaching her how to get a guy, she realized she's actually in love with him. Even though at first they hated each other. When did this movie come out? Why do I have any It must have been a while ago because Catherine Heigl can't be the lead of a movie anymore. <laughs> so this had to be six or seven years ago. Okay, like it might be. Yeah, no, I saw this movie. I it was probably Obama era, but early Obama. Early Obama. Possibly end of Bush era. Oh, shit. Whoa. Okay. But I like this movie, or I like the idea of this movie. I'll admit, I've only seen YouTube scenes of this movie. <laughs> I mean, the but famous think- scene is like her with the vibrator. Right, right. Which is like such a horrible like to get there is so so like clunky. Well, she te- he teaches her, um, he yeah he teaches her how to be uh, like sort of sluttier looking. That's his big his big. <laughs> Can this be Pat's point? problematic fave as well? I, I think this is a problematic <laughs> this fave. Is very problematic. <laughs> um, but the the thing I like about this movie is that she realizes he is the best guy there is. <laughs> 
fuck? Yeah, this is this is yeah. tough. This is tough to swallow. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? It's weird because we're already married and I'm just learning this about you. <laughs> Again, Are I you haven't though? actually seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it is worth revisiting. What do, what do we think about even just like the enemy to lovers I don't thing think anyway? It like happens. Just, I don't think it happens. I think it perpetuates like I think it's just so at the root of like why guys guys thinking that that's a tactic like yeah. i feel like it's based in and you know like while like negging became a thing and like all that stuff of like well it's i'll just wear it down you know like sort yeah. of thing mm-hmm. although i guess like if the yeah no well I you can s- wear stick to what i said you can wear some i think wearing somebody down if you do it in a way that is not negative and angry and mean where I guess no, it's hard I think the concept of wearing yeah. someone down that is, is not something <laughs> you want to go to. Like, if somebody wants to be with you, they'll be with you. Right. But I guess right. maybe. But the ugly Feelings truth can change is, or you can develop an effect, or like it, it, maybe in a sense of like if there wasn't chemistry at first, and over time, and as like if it's someone you work with, and mm-hmm. you like to go through things together, and then that can develop. But yeah, I think if it's like. It should be organic, no not attack. Correct. Right. Yeah. It should exactly. be, oh, I didn't realize that I had these feelings for this person exactly. through conversation, through being in group settings with somebody and kind of breaking up right. off with them and realizing, oh, they've got more to offer than I thought. Mm-hmm. But it's, it shouldn't be a tactic on either person's mm-hmm. side where they're like, okay, here's the plan. I'm going to wear them down. Like you said, wear them down. That's such a negative thing to do. But I don't think somebody, if you start out hating somebody and really being against everything they stand for, it'd be really hard to fall in love with them. In line. But Between I don't love and hate. But I don't think no, it'd be hard like to have sex with them. But I think it'd be hard <laughs> to fall in love with them. And I think that's right. the big difference where we right. don't see in these movies is that yeah, people who hate each other fuck all the time. Right. But they don't have meaningful romantic relationships. Right. Ugly truth. It happens. (laughs) I think that the reason I picked that movie is it's the greatest example of the disparity between how much they hate. Like, yes, they should never be together because they hate each other so much. It's just like the perfect movie example of a crazy plot where this would never happen in real life. These two people would not even be able to work together, never mind end up falling in love. Right. But because it's a movie... They're right. able to. You know what? A good example of this, if it does happen, is uh, for the new Star Wars movies, the the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Ray and Kylo Ren, they kind of have a little bit of a romance going on in mm-hmm. this movie. Right. There's a connection between them that that actually seems very. Um, it's erotic, but it's like a mental type thing. Right, right. And if they do end up getting together, that would be two characters who hated each yes, other. Yes, that would be bigger than the ugly truth. I think <laughs> if Kylo Ren and Rey get together in episode nine of Star Wars, that then supersedes ugly truth as the greatest <laughs> l- hate to love couple of all time. Well, well Han I, Solo and yeah, Princess Leia, they say, hated yeah. each other. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah. That's I a good one. I forgot about that. Yeah, I definitely. This not. I don't think this has ever happened to me in real life. No, I don't even think I've not. had a like dislike, mild dislike that turned into. Yeah. Well, I feel like also in real life, if you dislike someone, you just stop seeing them. It's mm. very easy to do. Right. Like, and I think in movies, like they can't stop seeing each other for whatever like made up for reason. The well, she yeah. needed Mike, played by Gerard Butler, to keep <laughs> doing his Ugly Truth segment on her show so that she could move up in her career. Yeah. So. Right. Exactly. Right. So uh, yeah, I think that's. Yeah, that's why in movies it's like more possible. I mean, I'm sure it has happened because I think you do meet someone and sometimes if like it's that thing of like you don't like someone if you recognize in them something in yourself. Yeah, they're too much of a mirror. You don't like it. So I can Mm -hmm. see how then you would be someone like, oh, I have strong feelings for this person, but I'm not ready to love them. So maybe I just don't like them. Right. But to say in the real world, if somebody is treating you poorly, it doesn't mean that they like you and you should not talk to that person anymore. Right. Correct. All right. Good advice. That's the PSA. Next category. Mm-hmm. Category uh, is? The category is best couple. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. And you can't say ugly truth again. <laughs> I mean, well, they out. were a great couple by the end. <laughs> because she realized how cool he was. Ugh. 
You go first on this I one, Pat, just I'm save yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is the best couple? I think Clayton should go with that one. <laughs> so, okay, you actually did steal the one I was going to say because mine was the before movie couple. Yeah. The before Midnight Sunrise oh, yeah. Sunset uh, couple. All right, all right. They're probably the most realistic couple because yeah. if you see all three movies. And it gets so sad, which is... Yeah. What makes a great couple? Oh, jeez. You almost said something else. <laughs> there is. I mean, if the third movie I saw, well, it, it's funny because there's also a, uh, in here on the list, there's the best for a breakup, best mm-hmm. breakup in a movie. Um, Are we transitioning categories? Well, no, just uh, I think. Because I'm fine with that. Well, also. Because we like, we've got a long time already. We yeah. saw so many more categories. All right. Well, well the thing is. Uh, we'll, I think we'll, we'll jump around. I I watched that movie, the last movie of the trilogy, where they, spoiler alert, I don't want to spoil this for anybody if they want to watch them, but they do end up together mm-hmm. because there's a second movie where they reunite. Sure. And then the third movie, they're married and they have kids, mm-hmm. which is really awesome. First part of it. They're vacationing in Greece. It's beautiful. And then I think Greece or Italy, one of those places. Um, but then they have this epic fight at the end. And I saw that by myself at the Angelica maybe two weeks after breaking up with somebody. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the most emotionally devastating experiences that I've had where I'm watching these two characters and I'm being like, please don't because... <laughs> I'm alone and you guys can't break up. Like I just broke up and you guys can't break up, but it just can't happen. Mm -hmm. And at the end, you don't know whether they stay together or not. So I'm hoping they do. I'm hoping that they are together now and we're going to see another movie in a couple years. Uh But it's one of those things. It was like, I'd been following their relationship for what? uh, Since 94 to, yeah. So almost 20 some years. And it's it's crazy to see that. And I think we've matched up with them age-wise, kind of. Like, they're older than us, but, like, we've been in... They, they've kept enough of a gap between those movies where you see, like, really distinct life eras yeah. right. in their life. I think I'm at before sunset right now. That's that's where I'm <laughs> okay. at. And then like you're gonna meet someone in a bookstore because they wrote a book about the with you, oh, yeah. Yeah. Lean girl, maybe. When Trampling Girl writes her book, and then I show up at the tiny bookstore, she's doing her signing. But that, yeah, that's the that's the thing is that I I feel that's where I'm at right now. Okay. Because I'm not at the point where I'm domesticated, had a a wife for ten right. years or whatever. But you're not meeting anyone great again. Well, yeah, point. I'm before sunrise is over for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're uh, circling back now. And I, yeah, well, yeah, that's well, that's what I think. Before sunrise is over for me. Which yeah, you is need to sad. meet a desperate ex. <laughs> oh God! Wait, so who's is that? Your couple too? So both of you are picking. Before yeah, sunrise I think they're couple? the best couple. They're pretty good. All right, so then moving right along to best breakup. Well, you you guys don't have you're not you don't no. have any you don't no. care. My We're just reacting to you guys. Yeah, I mean, I didn't take anything. I to hate think about everything this. that's been said so far. No, uh. no. <laughs> I mean, no, I think that's a really good couple, like a realistic couple. Mm-hmm. I would say, um, Deputy Dewey and Gail Weathers. Gail Weathers, yeah. I don't know. I just came to mind because I love the scream. Did movies. they stay together through all of them? I'm, Did they live through everything? I want to say, this is terrible, and as I consider myself a scream I just rewatched all these movies. I was, I was rewatching the original ones you recently, did. but I haven't watched the like fourth, fourth one. one in a while. And I want to say, spoiler alert, does Dewey die in that one? I don't think so. He doesn't. I was thinking that some one of the main original people did die in that one, but I could just be making that up. But yeah, I haven't seen four in a while. I watched the original trilogy recently. That's I'm super. I was. I just you talked were to just Pat. talking about. I was like it. Pat, yeah, do you yeah. like the screen off movies? Air. Off air. We're yeah. doing our <laughs> off air movie talk. We were doing the post how to watch movies the right way wrap up. Yeah, yeah. With Chris Hardaway. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, Pat, do you like the movies? Talking how. <laughs> Talking how. And he was like, not really. You're not really huge into them. But I love them. I love the yeah. characters. And you were like, I don't really care about the characters. I care about I all just those care characters. About oh, yeah. And Screams. Gail and Dewey, yeah, I was always super into so the, them, those two. And yeah, they're a really I've good I've seen couple. the original Scream movie more times than you've seen Blended. Whoa. Probably. That, that's, it's a that's great movie. I do. <laughs> It's, it's hard to see a movie more than I've seen Blinded. <laughs> okay, what about... Wait, I, I, I changed my couple to uh, Harry and Sally from When Harry Met Sally. Oh, that's good. Okay. my favorite movie. Okay. But are they technically... A, I mean, I guess they're yeah, they a couple. They end up together. Oh. 
At the end, they're interviewed by the documentary crew we don't know about. Oh, that's right. I haven't seen the movie in forever. I think I've only seen that movie once. <gasps> I don't think I've ever seen it the whole times. way through. Are you, you serious? Know? It's, it's truly the greatest seen, like, movie about it. a relationship. I believe it. It's, it's one of so those. Good. If we though even got into the topic of like movies that Chelsea hasn't seen, that like I realize it's insane and I, I don't have any explanation for it, and that could be a podcast. I know we're gonna have to itself. watch it, and you're gonna love it. Um. All right. Best. Breakup. Break Best breakup. I mean, th- so this could be problematic fave, even though I've done my problematic fave. Is <laughs> Wait, who's your problematic fave? Well, the ugly okay. truth? <laughs> ugly truth is a problematic fave and also best hate to love. So, I mean, I think the best breakup within a movie is Annie Hall. Mm. But that then segues to problematic fave is because I had a few different Woody Allen movies that would have fit oh, some of these okay. categories sure. is... Anything by him now a problematic fave, even if the movie itself isn't was problematic in wasn't itself. problematic yeah. in itself. I mean, I mean is that the question. only movie where he's dating an age-appropriate woman? Um, well, he's him and Diane Keaton did a few movies together. Okay. Um, well, because at, at early in his career he wasn't old yet. He didn't start old, <laughs> so he? he got old. He got old fast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Woody Allen aged quickly. But the girls never got older. That's, they, that that's was the whole, problem. Wooderson right. from Days Confused. Right. <laughs> he had the I get older and they stay the same age. Yeah. But that breakup, I mean, I love that they don't end up together because I don't want Woody Allen to be happy in any stage, even <laughs> in pretend movies. So that's good. So, yeah, I would say that is my favorite breakup and my problematic fave is anything Woody Allen. Yeah. And, of course, the breakup is the best breakup. <laughs> It's so good they named the movie after it. Right. It's the definitive breakup movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, and also, if we're looking at breakups, uh, Eternal Sunshine Mm -hmm. is is the best breakup. That's an entire movie about a breakup. I don't know if, like, the breakup scene really stands out, but it's definitely the best dissecting a breakup movie. I don't know if I have a best breakup that I can think of. What's the what best, about the best breakup in real breakup? life? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. The last one's always the best. <laughs> because the, the, the good thing about the breakup that you just had is that you feel like you'll never, ever feel love again. Mm-hmm. And that's just a good place to that's be. That's a great place to be. I've never had any dramatic breakups. Freedom. Mine are, have always been super, well, maybe when my current boyfriend and I broke up, that was maybe dramatic. But... The other two relationships were like super anticlimactic. It was really? like, uh, I think well, my last ex, it was like we were here in the apartment. And I was like, should we just like, is this ha- is this something? So you don't have very anymore? cinematic breakups. <laughs> Not at all. And he's like, yeah, I mean, you're probably right. I think it's good at scores. We're like, all right, we'll be seeing you. So like you. your your movie like... would be called Agree to Disagree. <laughs> Exactly. It would just be a exactly. twenty-minute short. It'd mostly just be about you guys deciding where to go to brunch after. I think all of the breakups in First Wives Club are great because you get just like three in a row at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. How? What is one of them? So one of them is uh, Bette Midler walking in on her husband and Sarah Jessica Parker fucking upstairs. Okay. That's pretty good. And then the other one is. Uh, Diane Keaton finding out that her husband, Stephen Collins, who we now know is a, a child rapist. Um, oh, the I was going to say Party of Five. The, what's his, what was his show? Seventh Heaven. Seventh Heaven guy. Um, Seventh Heaven. And then she finds out that he is dating their therapist, their couple's therapist. Okay. Oh, so boy. there's not breakups. It's like finding out cheating in the act. I guess they all scenes. are cheating. So they're, disgu- they're all disgusting men. Uh-huh. Oh, what are you going to do? Um, all right, next. Can, can I just add like uh, something for best couple? I just thought of is the couple from My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh, they oh, that's are a good, good one. Because the first movie I resisted seeing for a really long time, and then I actually saw the sequel before I saw the first movie, uh-huh. and you were I, like, "I don't get it." No, I got it okay. in a big way. <laughs> I loved that movie, and then I watched the first one. And I was like, "This is such a." great movie they're really great romantic comedies yeah. and they're also i know they're kind of sitcom-y that was always the the criticism is that they're pretty sitcom-y those two movies right but i get invested in those characters i'm like super invested in what's going to happen in the third one if they make it and i hope they do and they yeah. have a great me cute right isn't she the waitress at, it's like he he comes into her family's restaurant mm-hmm. and she waits on him yeah 
that's a that's yeah. a pretty cute meet cute. Yeah, the, it, and it, I guess that's a doable meet cute. Like oh, you yeah. could no, you could end up with your he waitress. He always walks. She works at a tra- her family's travel agency, and he always walks by the window. Oh, that's, that's right. What it was. And then okay. she always they're always like making eyes at each other. And then he walks in one day finally, and she like chokes herself with the headset. But no, that is a really cute. And, but it's just so nice long. because they're both good people trying to be good people it's who Aiden's fall in love with guy each other, that, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. John Corbett. John Corbett. So it's like, yeah. So I always like movies like that. I like movies about just like nice, good people doing being nice, nice good, good things. Yeah. Speaking of the opposite of that, can we can we like skip to? Um, <laughs> I like how I'm saying skip as if the audience has any of the listeners they're have any idea that we're we have an order. Along at home. Um, oh, I blasted out this list to all the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't believe you skipped. That one. I, I want to do best movie to watch when you've been ghosted. Yes. Okay. That's the most important. This one. is very important for us. So our I've got some for this. So sort of the same to me as like whether you've just broken up with or you've been ghosted. I think the way to use movies in this situation is to make yourself feel better that the relationship would have been a disaster had it stayed. So what okay. you want to do is watch movies about terrible relationships. Mm-hmm. Like you want to watch. Sleeping with the enemy. You want to watch Enough with Jennifer Lopez, where she has to run from her husband and learn how to kill him. You want to (laughs) watch... Double Jeopardy. Yeah, you want to watch your Double Jeopardies. You want to watch, was it Revolutionary Road with Leo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet, where they have the most awful marriage ever, side by side with like Kathy Bates and her husband having the most awful marriage ever, where the movie ends with Kathy Bates' husband turning off his hearing aid so he doesn't have to ever hear his wife again. So you want to watch... Those movies where you could be like, you know what? Relationships are terrible. Yeah. If Love I had stayed dead. in Love this, I would have been miserable. I would have been running from my partner who's trying to kill me. <laughs> I would have been learning karate to try and kill my partner. I would have had to fake my death to get Inevitably, out of this. Inevitably, that is yeah, yeah, yeah. the road yeah. all relationships travel. Yeah, so I it's think inevitable. you want to watch Sleeping with the Enemy and be like, you know what? Good thing he ghosted, <laughs> he ghosted me or else I would have had to fake my death to get out of this. <laughs> That's true. I'm into that. I like it. So, that's so that's solid. That's yeah, you don't want to watch like a happy romantic movie no, because yeah. then you're like, that could have been me. Right. I could have been that the ugly truth. Right. <laughs> I could. <have laughs> well, I could have had a vibrator <laughs> on my chair at a restaurant. Uh, Clay, what do you think? I mean, I think Pat's right on because what I try to do is I try to stay away from anything romantic after a breakup because i mean when i watched uh, uh before midnight i would say devastating right. so i'll i'll fall back on my staple action movies i'll okay. watch point not break not relationship yeah. based not relationship yeah, just, based yeah. but i mean kind of relationship based because in that movie point break the real romance is between Keanu Reeves and uh Patrick Swayze okay. sure, i'm not a big sure. romance guy like i i think that's overplayed that whole thing but i think that movie definitely is something that i can just put on and think oh you know life can be really cool right, <laughs> right you can jump right. out of an airplane you could you could do all these crazy stuff like um, White Man Can't Jump is one of my favorite movies, so I'll watch that a bunch. Mm-hmm. Just two guys just, just hustling, hustling, balling, and hustling basketball. Uh, I'll watch those kind of movies. Things that are not related to romance at right. all. Yeah. Yeah. I think when, to your point of like just something comforting and familiar, mm-hmm. like I'll just watch Pretty Little Liars <laughs> from episode one. Just something <laughs> the that famous feels movie, like, Pretty Little yeah, Liars. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, maybe they'll make a movie someday. There's talk of it. Um, yeah, just something that, or like the Scream trilogy. Yes. Something yeah. that I'm like, this is so comforting and familiar. And I just want to go to this place. Yeah, and something that you know what the end of the movie is too. Exactly. So you could be like, just relax or mm-hmm. just enjoy the ride. You don't right. have to try to figure anything out. Right. Because relationships are always, they're, they're, they can be so up and down and, and dramatic, but it is weird. They all kind of end the same ways. You either break up with them you marry them and both of you die or <laughs> one of you dies or and one then of you, you dies and you marry someone else so i mean there's not much there's not one of you been dies any... and you're just back to trolling bookstores there's no there's no real fun twists nobody's added anything new to relationships in a really long time right. i feel like so yeah <laughs> so what i'm saying is let's shake it up let's find a new way to end relationships <laughs> like one of you gets sucked into a computer and oh, yeah, lives that, inside yeah, it that's a good one i haven't 
that one hasn't happened yet I that we know of. Yeah. This if is, you have sucked into a computer to end my relationship story, the email <laughs> ghostedstoriespodcast at gmail.com. And CC how to watch movies the right way. Yeah. <laughs> we'll use it too. Yeah. We need Or content. do whatever you do now that you're in the computer. We Maybe can, you can just talk directly to us. Do you yeah. have to type an email? However you communicate in the computer. All right. I like this category. Aaron, you made all these categories up, right? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. This is a good one. I mean, do we want to end there? Is it? Lo- are we going too long or... I mean, I, we can't end without this category. Oh, okay. Best movie to watch for when you should go out and try to meet someone, but don't really feel like it and will probably just half-heartedly masturbate and fall asleep. Yeah. I mean, I guess basic instincts. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say... masturbate to a movie, it's basic instincts. I was going to say Sliver. Sliver's yeah. my go-to. Oh, you got to go. You got to go 90 Sharon Stone. Yeah. If you're a guy. Well, okay, so let's... For the women, what movie are you masturbating <laughs> to rather than going out to meet guys? I don't think there's a I movie think, I put on. I didn't think of the category oh, as of like we went straight was, to the you're word going to masturbate yeah. to yeah. the movie. I just, figured it was just, it just like you have a night. Yeah, you just put on a movie and then you're like, uh, yeah. and then you watch most of it and then you're like, uh, and then you just go in the other room and you like kind of masturbate and then you fall asleep. Sure. Oh, so it's separate from it's separate. the Yeah, movie. you're not masturbating to it. But you guys were right there with the movies and that's what I like. <laughs> Well, because if, all right, if you had not put in the masturbate part and it was just like a movie that you sort of get sucked into rather than going out, then it's like your field of dreams or your Goodfellas or your League of Their Own. Uh-huh. Sure. But when you threw the masturbating part into that, I'm like, threw you for a loop. Threw me for a loop. So I'm like, all right, I'm turning those off and I'm putting in my VHS <laughs> of Basic Instinct. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Um, you guys, this has been such a treat. Any, where can people listen to you without uh, on us? the FM dial? <laughs> uh, well, Drive time radio. Yeah, <laughs> we're on right after Mike and the Mad Dog. Uh, How to watch movies the right way podcast. Wherever you're listening to it now, this podcast you could listen you can to find us. Yours. Just play. Like search and download, yeah. and we're right there. But the big thing is you could come see us <gasps> in real life, IRL, on. Tuesday night, May 29th, yes. we're going to be in New York City, our live show at QED Astoria. Oh, how convenient for so us. So we're going to be talking, we're talking a big movie that I'm sure the Ghosted Stories audience is really interested in. We're going to be talking about Solo, a Star Wars story, which opens up like a few days before oh, our live podcast. And mm-hmm. I'm also going to be guessing, can we say that or is that a surprise? Aaron is going to be on it as part of, we're going to be playing one of our famous games. We're going to be playing the MovieWed game. Oh. Where Clayton is going to be hosting a live game show pitting different real life couples against each other on movie shared movie knowledge. So, so fun. This actually doing this podcast was very helpful for you guys. Mm-hmm. I think you have a competitive advantage at this point. Right. So because now you know what movie I masturbate to. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to well, ace that one. One of, uh, of many. many. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've told me about the compilation tape you had, so I knew that there was more than one. <laughs> Which Ooh. was mostly a lot of basic instinct. Yeah. yeah. You just saw a sliver of a vagina and you're like, oh, let's go. There was a scene from Doc Hollywood that I taped <laughs> and put on there. I remember that scene. It's a great scene. <laughs> we got to do, though, then before we're done, we, what's the state of the marriage? Oh, update? what is the state of the marriage? Oh, it, I'm married to Pat, if you couldn't have guessed. Oh, my God. Wow. So, that was I yeah, didn't, a I big didn't, reveal. I guess wrong. That's news to me. <laughs> <laughs> so well, you thought you were means, married to me. I thought me and Pat were together. That's, <laughs> this ring means nothing. <laughs> Clayton just threw yeah. a Cheerio on the floor. <laughs> well, I'm here to his tiny, tiny fingers. <laughs> <laughs> he has needle-sized fingers. He is a freak. That's the big reveal. <laughs> we are looking at one of the world's great freaks. Come see our live show and spit at the freak. <laughs> Pour coffee on the freak. Clayton will be talking about Solo, a Star Wars story from inside an electric cage <laughs> that is suspended from the ceiling. Uh, all right, so marriage is fine? Is that? <laughs> yeah, marriage is good, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're right. two months in, and we're loving every second of it. Okay. Yeah, most seconds. But you know what? <laughs> we're really gonna. Our marriage, I think, is really gonna uh, hit its apex. Is on Tuesday night, May 29th. Yeah, we're the really How to Watch Movies out. the Right Way live show for sure. Or we're gonna break up on stage. So Whoa. you've got to come to the show and find out. 
This is fun. I like that my mayor just constantly used for comedic fodder. <laughs> and to get listeners. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Which is the most important thing. The content. And I think it's great because nothing's changed for me, which is the most important thing. <laughs> Clayton still has his guest room in our apartment. Oh, yeah. Clayton's our firstborn. Yeah. Everything's Aww. good for me, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys, thank you. Everyone listen, uh, you know, to all of our content. Keep listening to this content. Also listen to Pat and Clayton's content. And email us, ghostedstoriespodcast at gmail.com. I don't know why I gestured very aggressively yeah. at Aaron when I said that. We uh, also love talking about movies. So email us, movies, stories about actual ghosts of people who are undead, yes. your spirit guides, you've been ghosted, just a funny dating story, just a new way to meet people. This is content we what want. No, no, don't you steal movie to. emails. Yeah. yeah, we need those. <laughs> Since when do you guys talk about movies? What movies do you we, masturbate to? Yeah, oh, that, no, you that's send that to us. us. We want that. No, no. Give if you that. masturbated to a movie, you email howtowatchmoviespodcast at gmail.com. Now, I'll list what I want other people to email us, too, is I want merch. Send me merch. <laughs> I want movie merch, any kind. It doesn't matter. I'll promote your movie for a week before the movie comes out. I want, uh, I want to be able to see movies, me and Pat, before they come out. So we want press passes. Anybody can give us press passes, please. Anybody who wants to do a Netflix or Notflix game, please send us. A that Netflix is, that's a game Netflix. we play on our show. Yes. And just an email to say that you watch, uh, you like the podcast and you like us. And you want us to keep doing it. Yeah. And opinions on the ugly truth. Yes. Send that to us. <laughs> but also send that to Ghosted Stories Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. They I, also want those. We want all of the ugly truth stuff. And tell us that we're doing okay, too. Yeah. Tell it on the podcast review app, though. All right, you guys. I'm going to shut this off right now. Boo. Do we say boo? We'll talk to you later. Boo. We'll boo. see you at the movies. <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> you got it in boo. there. Boo.